Sometimes you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain Yeah, you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain And I think I got one Yeah, and I think I got one What's up? Into the Woods, Ryan Woods, you know the deal. What's going on, dude? Episode 97? Is it 97? Oh, it is 97. How about that, huh? Just me and you guys, me and the couple people that hang out with me every week and listen to me ramble on about nothing. Buckle in, folks. Half an hour. Half an hour just to ramble. I'm watching a little bit of playoff hockey over here. The playoff hockey, I got the Bruins and the Capitals 2-1 to one in the first. It won't matter. You'll know the outcome by the time this comes out and by the time you listen to it. So what's it matter that I'm even talking about it? But Brad Marchand, dude. Dude, fucking Brad Marchand on the bees, dude. He just got put in the penalty box. You know why I love hockey and why I don't like pick up basketball? Like, how am I supposed to watch baseball at this point? I don't know why I'm going to rag on baseball, but I'm trying to watch it. And I'm like, dude, there's playoff hockey on. Like the Indians were playing this weekend, and I was like, no, i got to watch playoff hockey. Baseball, what a, what a boring sport. It's more like a hangout. You know, if I'm going to watch baseball, I want to chill, you know, have a beer, sit in the stands. You know, that's why they serve peanuts at baseball games. That's why it's such a popular thing, because it's a slow-moving thing. You know, you crack open the shell, or if you're a psychopath like me, you just eat them full. I do that. I don't give a shit. It's way more efficient than cracking it, making a mess for some minimum wage worker to come by. You have to sweep them up after the game. I'm not doing that. I'm not an asshole. I'm just going to eat the whole thing. That's why they serve peanuts, and that's why they serve beer that they open for you, which I hate. I don't know. They still open the beer can for you. They're putting their thumb in it. They probably wear a glove. Um, I just worked that out in my head. That's my brain working for you. There you go. Welcome to the inner workings of my brain. This is Ryan Woods, Into the Woods Podcast. I am your lovely host. Um, episode 97, dude. We're doing it. Uh, yeah, I'm watching a little 2-1 to one. The Bruins are up. We're a little four-on-four hockey. There's more ice. There's more ice with four-on-four hockey. Been watching a little playoffs. Been just hanging out, dude. But the reason I love hockey, what I was trying to say before I got off on that tangent about peanuts, uh, which is a common theme, um, hockey is good in this way, where if somebody's pissing you off and somebody's giving you a hard time and like bumping you, you know, hitting you with their stick, cross-checking you a little bit, there's either a penalty... And then there's a fight. You guys go. You go. You know what I mean? But you don't just go for the heck of going. I remember when people were like, why do they fight? I don't get it. And I'm like, well, here's the why. Because you ever played pickup basketball? And there's some guy who thinks he's tough. So he like gets really physical because he knows you can't do anything because you're not going to fight on a basketball court, you know? Depending on where you, what part of the country you're in and, and the people you're playing with. But these, you know, they think they're good at basketball. They're playing pickup. They're paying to play, you know? And I remember one time some kid like bumped into me and he was like, you know, he pushed me, but like I had, I got like 40 pounds on him. I'm a bigger, I'm a bigger guy. Okay. I'm a meaty guy over here. And he bumped into me like, like he wanted to fight. And I'm like, what are you doing? 
And like, he didn't say anything because like, he, he wasn't witty. And so what I said back to him was, I said to the ref, I was like, I think that guy wants to fight me. And the ref, you know, he didn't say anything because they're buddies. Because he's friends with the refs. If you're friends with the rec league refs, as I butcher that one, rec league refs, if you're friends with those guys, guess what? You're a loser. You're a loser. If you're friends with the rec league lefts, refs, it's a, you're a loser. If you can't speak either, you're a loser. So look at that. We're on the same, we're on the same plane, me and you. Just two losers. And he was like, you know, he. I think he once said scoreboard because, you know, I'll, I'll play along. I'll talk. I'll talk noise. Is that what we're doing? We're just going to talk back and forth? Fine, I'll do that. I'll humor you. And then I said, I, I go home to your parents and tell them, that, tell them that you beat me in basketball. I'm sure they'll pat you on the back, and maybe your dad will finally be proud of you. I said that. I said, tell all the girls that you beat me in rec league basketball. Maybe they'll have sex with you. I said that. These are all things I said. And I really... I really like that about hockey where if somebody's doing that, you know, somebody gets on the ice and is like, hey, we're going to go and, or you keep it or you keep it down. And that's why we have enforcers. And it's a physical game. But if people want to get rowdy, you know, slash the goalie, ice the goal, you know, snow the goalie and things like that, these terms. If people want to do that, guess what? It'll get handled. But in pickup basketball, people can be, you know, they can be as tough as they want to be. So whatever, dude. Um... That's what I'm talking about this week. What's going on with you guys? How was your weekend? My weekend was pretty, pretty good, I'd say. We had this, we had this dog staying with us because my mom, my mom loves bad news. There's nothing more than my mom loves to do than to just drop a bad news piano on your head. Like she just loves doing that. She'll just, she'll hit you with it. She wants to do it too. Like first thing. She doesn't give you a chance. She doesn't set it up. My mom is the worst setup person in the world. She doesn't have a setup. She just goes right into it. She doesn't say, how was your day? Or, like, you know, none of that. So on um, last Monday, I get home, and we have this this family friend. And uh, I, I put my bag down. I'm taking my shoes off. And my mom, my roommate, my mother, is talking to me. And she goes, she comes down the stairs, and she says, hey, do you know so-and-so? And I'm like, yeah, I know so-and-so. And I'm, ta- I'm tying my shoes. And she goes, and she goes, oh, well, his brother, you know, he's been having some, some mental problems or, you know, some mental illness stuff. And, you know, he went in the garage today and he turned the car on and killed himself. And I said, oh, oh, thanks. Oh, that was, that's great. I don't even, I don't even know that person. And I feel horrible. I obviously feel bad for our family friend, but I'm like, oh, okay. Way to drop that on me. I remember when my uncle Chuck died. Uh, last year, and I remember she was just like, Uncle Chuck died. She just, no, no setup. Uncle Chuck died. Your Uncle Chuck's dead. Oh, cool. Cool, man. Oh, thanks for that. So now, and then she's like, oh, their dog's going to stay with us. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, I'm not emotionally over my dog dying yet, because I'm a little emotionally, you know, walled off. And so I go to the, you know, I come home on on Thursday, and, you know, I'm opening, the garage door is open, I open the door, the garage door is closing, dog runs out, strike one, strike one for that dog, so I'm chasing a dog that I don't even know, that doesn't know me, I'm chasing it around the street, I look like an idiot, I put my sunglasses down, I'm running around, what a hassle, it's gone well though, it's a nice dog, you know, we get along, he eats tissue paper though, what's up with that, he eats toilet paper off the roll, who does that? Why? 
teach your dog not to do that. So I have to keep the bathroom door closed. And so you always think someone's in there. It's really, it's a real hassle. It's something I'm going through. And I'm still fighting allergies because I refuse to go and buy allergy medicine. Not because I don't believe in it, but because, one, I didn't ask for allergies. And two, I think tomorrow is going to be the day. Every day I've gone to sleep with these allergies. I'm just like, tomorrow I'll be better. Tomorrow it won't be a problem. And then, then tomorrow comes and it's a problem. So that's what we're dealing with. And that's okay. We're fighting through it. As we do, we power through. You guys know this about me. On this podcast, there's a few things, right? I tell the truth. We're facts people. I'm a facts guy. Second, you know that we power through. And we fight things like, you know, chapped lips, uh, allergies, all these things. We go, we fight through them. Because we... We need to. We need to do it. So, you know, that's pretty good, man. That's what I've been up to. So this weekend was pretty good. Hung out with that dog. We went out to dinner on Saturday. Out of this nice place. And Dana was playing this song. And it was called... And, you know, listen. Listen here. You know, you guys know... Phone just... Phone's alive. Um, You guys, if you know anything about me... You know, if you know anything about me, it's that I'm a Swifty, okay? If you know anything about me, it's that I'm a Swifty. I'm a diehard Swifty. And I love Taylor Swift. But she had this song, The Man, where she was just complaining about what people, I assume, on the internet were saying about her. And I'll take your problems, Taylor. You know, don't tell me it's hard out there for you. I understand all the bad things that have happened to you, like your music being bought, but like, and being, you know, whatever royalties, and he came out Taylor's version, Taylor's version only, by the way. I don't listen to the other stuff. It's Taylor's version only in this house. We're a Taylor's only household, okay? But listen here, Taylor. I'll trade problems with you. I do a podcast for my, my roommates who may also be my parents' bedroom. If you want to trade problems with me, Taylor Swift, I will. Your bathroom is probably the size of my house. Okay, same square footage. So let's let's trade problems. Like, I don't want to hear about your issues, Taylor. I get it. It's tough. People are mean to you on the internet. But you know what I would do? I would go in the bathroom. And I love, dude, I love Taylor Swift. Okay, love story. I love that song. I love Shake It Off. Mr. Perfectly Fine kind of bangs, okay? And you know me, I love Taylor Swift. I love Taylor Swift. But once you start complaining, and then Dana was trying to explain it to me like, it's for all the other girls. And I say, oh, Taylor Swift's a billionaire. You know what I mean? Let's get, let's get our producer on that. Taylor Swift net worth, you know, you can never really trust that. But, you know, let's Google. How much is Taylor Swift's net worth? $400 million. $400 million. $150 million per year for her music and various brand deals. Let's trade, Taylor. You want to trade? You want to trade with me, Taylor Swift? I will trade issues and problems with you 
Okay? I will do that. I want to be you. Who is richer, Kanye West? Kanye West. A billion, three, three billion dollars tears with the billionaire? No. She will be, though. This one says, what is Taylor Swift's IQ? Who gives a shit? 99? Is that good? I like how it says One Direction. Isn't that multiple people? How do you... It says 94. Coldplay is a 102. Coldplay fucking fucks. Okay, Adele has a 105. No, dude, her husband has a higher... Uh, why does it matter? Every, okay, now I gotta look up... Okay, if Taylor Swift's IQ is 99, what is a, what is a real IQ? Average IQ... Average IQ. Um, if she's a 99, she's a normal or average intelligence. Fucking loser. Wow. 90 to 100. It's like a credit score. 90 to 110 is a normal or average intelligence. 110 to 120 is superior. 120 to 140 is very superior. And above 140 is near genius or genius. Damn. What are the other options? Because <laughs> uh, I am none of those. I am a dummy. Um, IQ classification. We have low average, or 90 to 109 is average. This is a different... This is the current... Oh, okay. Okay, well, she's still averaged by all these different ones. So... 80 to 90 to 109 is average. 80 to 89 is low average. 70 to 79 is borderline. Borderline what? Dude, say it. 69 and below is extremely low. Uh, I feel bad because I feel like I'm somewhere in the 70 to 89 range. I'm going to give myself a wider range, but I'm, I'm sure I'm in the middle there somewhere. You know? People treat me. I mean, if I'm not, people treat me like I am. <laughs> people for sure treat me like I'm 70 IQ. And that's okay. You know, some people say they don't expect anything. I say, no, they don't. I promise you. They don't. Um, what else did I want to talk about? How many minutes have I done? 15 minutes? Jeez. And just, I don't have anything, I don't have any notes. I was just going to bitch about Taylor Swift. Look, I know she's been through a lot, all right? I, gu- I guess she's been through a lot. I mean, did she ever have a real job? <laughs> Does she want to do what I do? You know? Does she want to do a podcast from her? Like, does she want to trade lives? Some people would say, I want every, you know, that quote, it's like, I want everyone to get rich and famous so they can know what it's like to be rich and famous and they wouldn't want to be. I'm like, no, dude, do you want to trade? You Do you want to trade? I will trade. Okay, because I'd much rather do, I'd rather wake up whenever I want and then do what I do now and people expect me to be somewhere. Like my whole goal in life, I want to go where I want to go. Like I want to be like, I want to cancel something. Because if now somebody texted me or asked me and booked me somewhere, guess what? I'm going. Not that anyone's even booking me. You know what I mean? So what's it matter? But if somebody were to book me, I'm going. Time and place. You know, you got the 2 a.m. show at the at the five-person club, and there'll be two people there, and they both work there. And guess what? I'm going. So I want to be able to turn things down. So Taylor Swift or any other celebrity that says it's not as cool to be famous, let's trade, man, because I got work at 8 in the morning. That's. I mean, that's just the facts. 
I'm a facts guy. I live in fact city, a population me, and everybody listens to this podcast. We live in fact city. It's fact city, baby. You already know that. We're the fact cityans. I'm the mayor of fact city. We're the fact cityans. That's, that's a good one. We should put that on a t-shirt. We should sell some merch. Would you guys wear a fact city t-shirt? I feel like that'd be gangster. I had to close the window so I didn't get any background noise. It's so hot. And the bugs are back. Where I live in the, in the northeast slash midwest, who knows, okay? Bugs. And I'm talking mosquitoes, and they don't give a fuck. They're not even trying to bite you. They're just out there, just in the way. They're bouncing off your forehead. You know. Ugh, it's a mess. Ugh, gosh. What was I talking about? Oh, I was going to complain about somebody being rich and famous. Oh, Bill Gates. Everyone, it comes for everybody. Bill Gates. Bombshell news news drop today. I don't know exactly what he did. I don't know if he's being accused of something. So, listen, do not take what I say at with any weight. Okay, I'm searching Bill Gates right now. Bill Gates had reputation for questionable beha- questionable behavior before divorce. Let me preface this: Bill Gates is worth 128 billion dollars. I know that shouldn't matter, but it but it does. Because I'm pretty sure, let's just do this, richest people in the world, okay? Richest person in the world. I mean, if you search up world's real-time billionaires list on Forbes.com, I'm really putting my computer to the test here. Um, It looks like we have, as of 5 p.m. Eastern... He's not in the top 10. Dude, this guy lost $4.8 billion today. Dude, I lose $30, and I'm like, dude, Elon Musk lost $2.6 billion. Jeff Bezos, $2.4 billion today. You know what I mean? This is what I'm talking about. Um, Bill Gates, if you go to the world real-time billionaires list, you got Jeff Bezos, you got the Bernard Arnold family, okay, and family, Elon Musk, and Bill Gates, number four. And then nerd Mark Zuckerberg. And then Warren Buffett. Larry Ellison. Source, software. Cool. Larry Page, Google. Sergey Bin, Google. They pay good over there. And Amancio, Amancio Ortega is number 10, rounding out the top 10. Then I think we get our first lady at Fransos, Betancourt, Myers and Family, L'Oreal Products. And then crazy Steve Ballmer at 13. So that's what I'm saying, is that let's just preface this with Bill Gates is the fourth richest person in the world. So the New York Times says, Bill Gates had a reputation for questionable behavior before divorce. And what I say to that is, let's just see what it is. Let's just dive in, okay? Melinda French Gates voiced concerns about her husband's relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, boy. An harassment claim against his money manager, and he also had an affair with an employee. Okay, if I skip the first part of that. (laughs) Damn it. If I just skip the first part of that, and I just tell you he also had an affair with an employee, it's not very shocking. Because if you're that employee, it's like, well, this guy's Bill Gates. So, 
Um, by the time Melinda Gates decided to end her 27-year relationship with her husband, her marriage, known globally as a software pioneer and a billionaire and a leading philanthropist, but in some circles, Bill Gates had also developed a reputation for questionable conduct that is attracting new scrutiny. Okay? In 2018, Mrs. Gates wasn't satisfied with her husband's handling of a previously undisclosed sexual assault claim against his longtime money manager, according to two people, after Mrs. Gates, Mr. Gates moved to settle the matter confidentially, Mrs. Gates insisted on an outside investigation. The money manager, Michael Larson, remains in his job. It's a lot of money to manage. On a, you got to trust people with that amount of money. On at least a few occasions, Mr. Gates pursued women who worked for him at Microsoft and at the Bill Gates. Of course. Of course. Like, uh, duh. Dude, what do you mean? There was an affair that almost 20 years ago, which ended amicably. Okay, I don't know what amicably means. Look up amicably. Okay, hold on. In a friendly, peaceful manner. Yeah, I thought so. See? Okay. And then there was Jeffrey Epstein, who Mr. Gates got to know. Three years after Mr. Epstein was accused, accusation of sex trafficking girls. Okay, this is getting a little weird. This is going to be fodder for Facebook. You know what I mean? People on Facebook are going to run with this. Uh, pleaded guilty to assisting prostitution to a minor, from a minor, sorry. Had expressed discomfort with her husband spending time with the sex offender, but Mr. Gates continued doing so, according to people who were at or briefed on gatherings with the two men. So in October 2019, with the relationship of Mr. Gates and Mr. Anderson burst into public view, Mr. Mrs. French Gates, Miss French Gates, was unhappy. She hired divorce lawyers, setting in motion a process that culminated this month with the announcement. Damn. Shit, man. What if she writes a book? If she writes a book, I'm going to read that. You know? If she writes a book, I'm in. All right. I don't really know where I was going with that, but I know I talked about their divorce a few weeks ago, so I figured I'd give a little follow-up. I don't know what exactly I'm supposed to do with that information, but it's better than me talking about sports, because who gives a shit? You know? Who cares? I'm drinking a little Gatorade late at night. I'm going to be up all night. You know what make I had Gatorade Zero a few days ago, or a few months ago. Days? How do I get that mixed up? And I remember saying... It had zero sugar, and I was like, oh, that's what makes it taste good. So I'm having a little Gatorade, lesser sugar or whatever, reduced sugar. It's got a little bit in there, you know? But it's still good. It's good for you. It's got electrolytes, dude. I'm a sweaty guy. Gross. Um, Yeah, man, so on Saturday, uh, I'm going to end the podcast a little sappy note this week. On Saturday, also, I'm going to talk about aliens for a second. Nobody cares about aliens. Okay, I believe what aliens are just a thought. If aliens are real, dude, and people are, you know, they're basically confirming it. If aliens are so smart, dude, come down. Come on, let's have a talk. You know what I mean? Oh, wait. You mean they don't speak English? Okay, well, there goes every sci-fi movie. How are we going to communicate with them? Okay, man, we've been seeing them every day for like 17 years. Every, and the guy is so shocked on 60 Minutes. He just goes, he goes, the whatever, the Navy guy or the Air Force guy, whatever, said that. And he goes, every day. Wow. Wow. Nobody cares. You know why nobody cares? Because it's the thought of aliens. 
I'm pretty sure KFC talks about this. Uh, K- Kevin Clancy show and uh, KFC Radio, Barstool Sports. I'm pretty sure he speaks about this where he goes, nobody actually cares about aliens. They just like the thought of aliens. They like to believe that something's out there and it's the unknown, and it is. It's the thought. If somebody actually breaks news, who cares? What are you going to do with that information? There's nowhere to go. Dude, aliens are real. Cool, man. I'm trying to work out here. Think you're going to be that guy? I'm going to be on the stair stepper. I'm going to be in the sauna, naked. You know, just something coloring my loins. Gross. And you're going to sit there and be like, dude, you heard about aliens? I'm like, yeah, dude, it's looking at me right now. Put it away. Okay? (laughs) You know what I mean? That's what we're talking about here. Nobody cares about aliens. They're not real, and if they are, come on down. They're not going to vaporize us. This is not This is the End, some Tom Cruise movie. So, whatever, dude. Um, Yeah, I'm going to end this on a somber note, 25 minutes into the podcast. Not a somber note, a little celebratory note. Somber is the wrong word. You know, I don't speak very well, but I am educated. Because this past weekend, on Saturday, I graduated from Hiram College in Hiram, Ohio. I know, a private school kid, I turned out fine for going to public school all those years. I turned out fine. I graduated. It took me a little longer. Um, I started college in, in the... I graduated high school six years ago. So I... It took me five and a half years. And... You know, I got my associate's degree, so I have two diplomas. I have the associate's degree, and I have this bachelor in marketing. And I'm very, uh, it's something I can't explain. Um, Dana's mom actually asked me uh, if you feel relieved. And I was like, I don't know if relieved is the right word. It's like the celebratory thing. I'll explain it this way. Imagine what it's like to win the Super Bowl or like win a championship. I feel like that's what happened. Because, you know, I started out at the ground level. I went to community college. And this is going to be, I mean, a lot of white, I mean, I don't do any of like the white guy podcasts. Let's say, let's say there's a podcast out there and nickname and the name is like, just for just full disclosure, the name is like Bo Bogan. You know, and he talks about aliens and he loves them. I don't, I don't care, you know, and, um, you know, he probably says things like, don't go to school, don't go to college. It's not worth your time. You know, you can learn everything. Elon Musk has said that. Look, I think college is worth your time for normal people. I liked going to college. Now, if somebody had given, if I had made it big while I was in college, would I have finished? I don't know. You know what I mean? So we went out to this really nice dinner after, but I graduated, and it was at this place called, uh, it's a really nice wine restaurant. It was really good. We had this, a lot of wine, and I'm a wine guy, but I hate wine people. Okay, wine people are so annoying. It's like, oh, it's a 2017. No one cares, buddy. Just, I just want to get drunk, all right? This is the whole point. I'm trying to get a buzz. You're ruining it by telling me it's still got earthy tones. What does that mean? Tastes like dirt. All right, move on. So, um, but I graduated, and I, I equate it to winning the Super Bowl because you you go through all this. I started at the ground level, and I'll tell you, college is worth it because the, the feeling I have right now, you know, I got to get a job, and I'm out there trying to be an adult. Um, unless you like and subscribe to this podcast and rate and review, and then maybe we can turn this into something, but or buy a Manscaped product with the code into at manscaped.com. Into gets you 20% off free shipping, still on the new lawnmower 4.0. I don't have a read yet, but it feels like I went from the bottom. So the college is worth it, but you know, you don't go into crippling debt. I think I agree with you that college is a waste of money if you just go the route I did. Imagine if I had gone five and a half years at a four year university. 
and went through all the things I did. Dude, I failed some classes. I failed psychology the first time, the intro to psychology. But you got to play the game, man. So I went to community college. I worked. I'll tell you a crazy story. 2016, the fall. 2016, I was taking biology. I remember studying so hard for this test. Okay? I studied so hard. I was in the library like a nerd. And I was studying so hard. And I remember I was going to work. Right? I took this test. And I was going to work after school. And I checked my grades. And I checked my grades. And I think I got like a 28%. And I'll tell you what. I, I cried. I cried in my car because I failed that test. And I remember that moment so vividly because then I, I remember trying so hard. Like I didn't want to fail. Like I knew I, I knew I had to, you know, not fail, right? And so, like obviously, you can't fail. Uh, I ended up passing the class. But the point is, that's why it feels like winning the Super Bowl because I went through all this. I went through all those cold days going to school you know, sitting in these classes, you know, nobody cares. Like I sat in all these worthless courses that ended up being where I learned so much about not necessarily the material, but like people. I met so many people. I met so many, you know, good people. And I met so many, um, you know, people that wanted to help, you know, and like wanted to see it through and like cared. And you meet these people in your classes and you have this bond because you're both in the same class. So what I'm trying to say is in this 30-minute you know, a little increment. I want you to know that college is worth it. And if you have an opportunity to go, it's really, at the end, you'll feel something that I cannot explain. Uh, I sat there. I remember that story of me crying. I remember my first day at Lakeland Community College. Um, I remember giving a stupid speech in my public speaking course um, that I really wanted to take because I was really afraid of getting in front of people, which really helps with this podcast because I don't see you guys, so I don't know. You guys could be listening to this in your underwear, and that'd be fine with me. Sometimes I have done this podcast in my underwear, full disclosure. White guy. That's a white guy word. Um, but this is Fact City. We're Fact Cityans over here, okay? And as Fact Cityans, I want you to know college is worth it. Go to college if you have the opportunity, okay? Be smart about it, but it's a good, it's a good tool to learn. I learned so much, not so much in material, but so much about people and so much about you know, what, what it's like to like meet all these different people who are fucking weird. Because I'm weird. I met a lot of weirdos. And they probably, there are probably people that are talking right now that are like, hey, remember that weirdo that was talking about his podcast that he's doing the 97th episode for still? And they're probably like, yeah, that guy was a real weirdo. But hey, I liked meeting that guy. So I'll leave you with that, man. Uh, it was a great weekend. Graduated college, feels good. Uh, like and subscribe. That's the end of the podcast, episode 97. Um, Faxidians, that's what we are. That's our new name, Faxidians. Took me 97 episodes to come up with the Faxidians. So go to college. What did we learn today? Taylor Swift, don't complain. Bill Gates, maybe it's true about the Jeffrey Epstein thing, even though I went on a whole rampage about it. And go to college. That's what we learned today. So uh, be good. Have a good week. I got a wedding this weekend. Do I get a gift? Who knows? I'll see you. Peace. Enjoy the hockey.
told you love is simple as a liar Whoever told you peace is easy, don't admire I wanna hold you, but I can't control the fire The finest burning ain't a putting out that light Yeah, desire turns to desire Turns into a quiet old man full of white hair Thought we had it all planned out in a hijack But even then, everything was a fight, yeah Peas and carrots, what we inherit I see the merit in the squeeze of parents No need to sugarcoat it I see the need for being married But who would condone it When your dreams are being buried And it seems you've been disowned I say hold on to the little piece of you that's still upon you Blink twice and where's it gone to? Think twice, but what are you gonna do? If this is the type of life you want to, just let it on you. I say. gonna hold you when this love is so disarming thought i was so lucky cause you told me i was charming nobody told you making money is a problem for a rapper ain't it funny how it's always so alarming same with actors same with authors all the same just blame the artists hard them all the poets part and i'm an arm and always starving for attention tens of thousands couldn't mention i am worthy but i'm thirsty ain't it now so you can quench it i'm defenseless i'm always swinging for the fences yeah i'm always swinging for the fences i'm always swinging for the fences i'm always swinging Try to hold on to this feeling while believing in this journey, it won't hurt me more.